Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Day is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. Not like there are, are clicks on the plane, and I guess you can't be clickish on the plane. You're on a you're on a flying coffin for crying out loud. And Chris Ello. The Angels are in uh, Anaheim to take on the LA Angels of Anaheim. Uh, we I'm are sorry, here. What? It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With Plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Hour number two of Sammy and Scravy here on 97.3 The Fan. I'm Matt Scravy. we got Sam Levitt, who is uh, sitting right across from me, and Frank Marchese on the ones and twos now. I told you about something and Blake Snell returning to Southern California. I'll get to that in a second. I have to point out something real quick, though, on the stream. If you are watching the YouTube stream, go to 97.3 The Fan on YouTube or Twitter or, I'm sorry, X or Facebook. And I have all of our names on there. Matt Scraby, Sam Levitt, and then I got Frank Marchese. And I really... Casey. This is the perfect example of why you should not assume and always ask well i spelled frank's name wrong and i have the photoshop template back at home so i can't change it so frank's gonna be m-a-r-c-h-e-s-i and i did not i was not aware that it was m-a-r-c-h-e-s-e i think i think the way you spelled it i think i would say it mar marchesi marchesi Frank Marchese, Marchese. Frank, you know, I've been listening. After we sign off the air the morning here. Show, the morning show will not say my name. They it's will, Italian but Paul. They will, but we, we know the gimmick. It's Italian Paul. You guys can't get it right. What is it? <laughs> well, no, you guys, Frank the Tank, Frank oh, Manikazi, yes. now this. <laughs> yeah, I try to call you Frank, and but then I unintentionally spelled your, your name wrong. So. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm sorry about that, Frank. But we are on camera. You can watch us, and I won't hold this information any longer. According to John Morosi of MLB Network, here's the X post that he put out. Source, 
The Angels have had recent dialogue with Blake Snell, the reigning NL Cy Young Award winner. Of note, since the Angels aren't viewed as a strong candidate to sign Yamamoto, they don't need to wait on Yamamoto's choice to act in the pitching market. So that makes sense. I mean, that they don't have to wait. But uh, the only good news out of this whole thing is that he's not the Angels is in there and not the Dodgers. Because that... If the if if Blake Snell goes to the Dodgers, that would be that would be hard to handle. Um, yeah, look, I, I'm I guess I'm a little bit surprised that the Angels would would, um, I guess spend. What is their goal? I mean, what well, is their? Well, that's what, what I'm saying. I, I, on the tip of my tongue was spend the money, but you know they they could have re-signed Shohei Otani. It wasn't going to be for seven hundred million dollars. And look, they have they have a one. A lot at all, but they have spent a lot over the years. So the idea that they would spend is not all that surprising, but Scraby, that's a better way to put it. What exactly is the plan if you're going to go spend 150 to $200 million on Blake Snell, really with a team that uh, I don't think is going to be very good next year and is even with Mike Trout still there, still more in and a, a rebuilding Anthony Redone's like $40 million contract right. that he's got weighing them so down. So, yeah, it's a, it's a little – it makes you scratch your head a little bit. Um, you know, I'm looking at the replies here on, on Twitter. I don't call it X. I just still, still call it I know. Twitter. I'm just waiting for Elon um, to sue someone until but we I, call it X. But, like, the, the first reply I see here is, why would he want to go there? <laughs> That's a great question. Well – it's a great question. Well, if the Angels were willing to pay him more than other teams, that's, okay. that's a are pretty they, good reason. Do you think that they're going to pay him they more may. than Anthony Rendon of $38 million well, next year? Well, no. They, but they may offer him more than other teams. Yeah, You're, that, look, that is it's true. Been, it, it, it has been interesting that both with Snell and really Montgomery, Jordan Montgomery, too, there's not been – a ton in the rumor mill. I mean, I've been a little Yamamoto's. bit more been a little bit more focused on Snell. Really, with Snell, there's not no. been a lot at no. all. Now, the 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 reason for that, you said his name, Yamamoto, probably is is the reason for that because that seems much like with Otani, that's kind of holding up everything to see where he goes and and what he signs for. I mean, some of the numbers that are being thrown around with Yamamoto are. I mean, are are eye popping, right? I mean, yeah. he may end up getting ten or more years in three hundred or more million dollars. I mean, the the number like ten three fifty has been thrown out there, and and the Mets are involved. And, ten for three fifty. Yeah, Steve Cohen. Did they involved. learn nothing from their signings of Jacob Degrom? And... Well, look, this is this is a bit of a, a different scenario in the sense that he is twenty five years old. Yeah, um, that's true. Look, he's twenty five. He's an extraordinary talent. Everybody seems to be on the same page as that. If I were spending that money on Yamamoto, what would concern me is that he's not a very big right-hander. He's, you know, uh, you know, sort of a thin right-hander that throws really hard. And I think it is a fair question as to whether that body will hold up over the course of a 10-year contract. And also for as wonderful as he's been in Japan and how widely regarded he is as being a premier talent who is going to succeed in the major leagues, there is a reality that he has not thrown a single pitch in a major league uniform. And that is that is a reality. So it's all to be proven, um, you know, in, in the years to come. So, uh, look, back to Snell, I, I would imagine, and Montgomery for that matter, I would imagine that's part of it. We've heard so little because... 
You know, Yamamoto has got to go first, and then uh, the rest will will happen after that. But I, I mean, I'm not surprised the Angels are in. I'm not. No, but they, they, be- they're known to spend money, but they don't have any. They're not like spending towards a common goal that I can see. It, it's just kind of random spending. No. Anthony Rendon, they're paying. I almost called you Chris for some reason. They're paying Sam. Anthony Rendon, a guy who has barely played for them, $38 million this year. Well, that, 38. Yeah, I mean, that's just been... And his contract goes through... I just clicked on his name. His contract goes through 2026. Yeah, that look, that's been an all-time bad contract. It just has been, so... Seven years, $245 million. Reality... And he has major league experience, so when he got that contract, well, right. maybe it Very was different bad. scenario. Yeah, and di- very different scenario, very different, you know, player. And he had um, just won the Nationals a, a World Series. Yeah, so... Helped the Nationals win. No, I'm not surprised the Angels are in, but yeah, that wouldn't have been on my list of places. Uh, for Blake Snell to go, but let's see. Let's see what happens. Uh, are you con- not concerned? Are you uh, shocked that Josh Hader hasn't had much news about him? You know, as the, of late? the only team that it's been reported on that I know. has been interested is the Dodgers. See, now, we keep I'm sure to stay not- away from that, but we keep ending up back at well, with the look, Dodgers. Look, I'm sure that's not true. I'm sure there are other teams that are interested in that caliber of, of closer. Um, look, if we're being honest, he'd be a fit, you know, in LA with the Dodgers, and he's. He's very, very good. So um, we'll see. Uh, you know, if, I, I don't know what necessarily would hold up him signing, right? He's not a starting pitcher. Yeah. Um, you know, but we'll see what happens I, here. I, I, I do have to wonder. I mean, obviously teams are going to have a closer access to ask him these things. But I do have to wonder about the rumors that popped up last year about how he uh, not necessarily didn't want to pitch, but he would not – he would – more like not to pitch two days in a row, three days in a row, or pitch in like the seventh inning or go for a six-out save or a four-out save. And I know that those were all rumors and that we can't verify those, but I have to think it's got to be in the back of some of these teams' minds. Um, Maybe. Look, I, I think that would be a conversation I would have oh, with yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Um, Can we pitch you four-out saves? Can you go? Well, I would. I would hope. If I were a GM or an owner signing Josh Hader, I would hope that the answer is, yeah, well, one, you know, once I get my guaranteed money, whatever that ends up being, use me how, however you want to use me. If you want four outs, if you want six outs, if you want three days in a row, that would, I mean, that would be my hope. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's reality or not, but I would assume that's part of the conversation uh, with teams just based on kind of, you know, what happened last season and, and some of the drama surrounding all that with him here in San Diego. So, uh, but look, whatever team gets them, whether it's the Dodgers or, or another team, they're going to get a, they're going to get a great reliever and a great closer and a guy that is, that is pretty automatic. So um, he we is shall pretty see. automatic. We shall see. It, it's been to this point, let's be honest. It's been such a slow off season, right? I mean, at the winter meetings, we're all sitting there in Nashville just waiting on Otani, and it didn't happen. And, and really, the only thing of consequence or deal that happened while we were in Nashville was at the very end with the Soto deal. Other than that, nothing really happened. And then Otani, you know, signs and Glass now gets traded. But it seems like now we're all waiting for Yamamoto to sign. I mean, it's been a very slow offseason. Yes. I, yes. I was thinking about this uh, earlier today, and maybe you guys have talked about it. You know, we see in other sports like the NBA in particular, free agency happens for the most part really quickly. When it opens, a lot of guys sign. Maybe some of the superstars take more time. But this is not something that 
is drawn out over months and months and months. Um, it's something that is really exciting. It happens quickly. I, I can't make up in my mind if it's a good thing or a bad thing for baseball that this is so drawn out over the course of two, three, four months. Um, it might create more intrigue over a longer period of time, but it's also, to be honest with you, as a fan, kind of frustrating. It goes on it for is. so long. It does, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, you know, I'd have to talk to somebody, uh, you know, at the Major League Baseball offices to see what they would think about it. But get Mr. Manfred on the phone. Get him on the phone, Frank. Frank. Get him on the phone. Call him. Call his personal number. Working on it. Okay, thank you. Uh, well, let's not play the Daily Gambit open, but let's just go over some of the things that uh, I was thinking about talking about odds wise and. So Juan Soto goes to the Yankees, and now the MVP, the futures for the MVP in baseball. Who do you think is the favorite for the MVP in the American League? In the American League? Yes. Um, Aaron Judge. Correct. He's at plus 550. Okay. Juan Soto's at plus 600. Interesting. Now, if you go... So they have Juan Soto as the second, second favorite. Second favorite, yes. Wow. And then Jordan Alvarez, Corey Seager, Julio Rodriguez, Adley Brutschman. Uh, and then for the National League, it's going to possibly be a repeat of Ronald Cunha Jr. According to these odds, plus five fifty. Then you got Mookie Betts, who he's moving to. He's moving to second base. Like, I wonder how much that kind of changes for. I mean, do certain positions take away from MVP type votes? I wouldn't think so, as long as Betts produces offensively at the same rate. I don't, you know, I don't know as far as like, as far as like defensive metrics. Yeah. If you can prove to be more valuable in right field than you are at second base. I don't know that. Yeah, that's true. Because hitting is hitting. So yeah, it's, it's, it's possible the defensive metrics may favor you in different positions. I'm not sure. It's a great question. I don't know. Uh, well, Ronald Acuna Jr. is first, Mookie Betts second, Shohei Otani third, Bryce Harper fourth, right. Freddie Freeman fifth, and then you got Fernando at plus 1,400. Mm. You got Manny at plus 1,900, which Manny's going to be a long shot because he's not even going to most likely play third base or even start the season because of his elbow surgery, well, which has been a little bit quiet. I'm not saying there's anything to report, yeah. but I haven't heard anything no, all, about it. All, all, all I've heard on, on that is good, is uh, that Manny's on schedule. So that, that's that's been all good. Um that's interesting, though. So they have Otani as the third. Yes, he's highest. the third. Well, that makes sense. Because he's not doing both. Uh, yeah, he's not doing both. And if there was a year where you're not going to give it to him, no matter what he does offensively, it, it's this year, right, yeah. where he's not pitching, too. Like, I could see voters, and, and we know with this stuff, it's not just about the numbers. It's about narrative and storyline and, you know, and, and all kinds of stuff beyond the numbers, right, um, and the team you're on and, and all of it. Um, so, I, I, you know, this would kind of be the year, even if he has a great, great offensive year where they wouldn't give it to him, if there, if there are other candidates. Now, maybe he has such a great offensive year that doesn't matter. Like 75 home runs, 200 well, RBIs. I think if he hits 75 home runs, he will win the MVP. <laughs> that would be a big deal. So so on that list, I'm not sorry. Do you have this list on the document here? Can I look I at this? I don't, no. Okay. It's a, what do you need to know? No, it's fine. Uh, so where's Fernando and where's Manny? Manny is, uh, Fernando is like fifth. He is fifth in line. Um, yes. No, six. I'm sorry. And then Manny is seven, eight. Seven. He's ninth. Right. Hmm. And then you got guys like Trey Turner. And So the Padres have two top 10 MVP candidates based on the odds right based now. Based on odds right now. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. 
Kind of, I guess. So I, I think there's two ways of thinking about that, right? On one hand, it does speak to, I think, even with all the question marks they have, left field, center field, DH, what we talked about uh, in, in the opening segment, it does remind you of the talent they do have, yeah. right? Between Fernando and and Manny and Bogarts and Kim and, and Camposano, and hopefully you get a better season from Cronenworth, all the things we already discussed. Um, it also, you know, is true that you can have two great offensive players who are tremendous and have great seasons and doesn't necessarily always mean you win, right? Uh, we could point over to Anaheim. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but look, let, let's look at this positively. And look, it's a good reminder of, hey, the Padres got some guys who – if they play to the highest of capabilities, and I will tell you right now, I believe Fernando Tatis Jr., I'm not the only one to say it. I said it going back to last summer. I believe he is primed for an MVP caliber season. Well, if you, yeah. For a Ronald Acuna type season of what we saw wow. a year ago. Okay. Well, in the sense of, I don't know that he's going to steal as many bases. Yeah, yeah. But in the sense of coming off time missed, coming off injuries, where he only played a portion of the season. And then we saw Cunha last year was that year for him where, yep. he, where normal offseason, normal spring training, and we saw what he did. To me, Fernando getting a normal offseason, normal spring training, starting on opening day, I, if I could put money on it, I would say he is prime for an MVP caliber year. It would not surprise me in the slightest if, if Fernando is... On that list at the end of the year, one or two. If you want to bet Jake Cronenworth for MVP, it's plus twenty thousand. So hey, you can you can make some money if he has a great year. Uh, the World Series odds, obviously, do- yeah, the Dodgers are number one. Then it goes Braves, Yankees, Astros. The Padres are plus thirty five hundred, all the way down eighteenth. So they're in the second half of odds for teams to win the World Series. Really? And I think that's, you Interesting. know, that's that's not a bad bet because you're making a, a you're making a bet just hoping it pays off, but the payout is good enough. Plus 3500. You put down so, 100 bucks, you make $3500. And this and this is what uh- that's that's really interesting. So that that has them as the 18th best odds. Yeah, the, the Giants are ahead half, of them. Uh Wow. Yeah, no other NLS so teams are ahead the, of them. Really? They have the Giants ahead of them? They do. Uh, what Giants other, are what other teams are ahead of them? Oh, sorry. Diamondbacks are also ahead of them, too. Well, look, they did win the National League pennant. They did, but, I mean, do they have that, a, That's not. Is that going to happen su- again? I'm not necessarily surprised by that one. What are the teams ahead of them? Uh, the teams ahead of the Padres are the Rays, Giants, Cardinals, D-backs, Red Sox, Mets, Cubs, Twins, Mariners, Orioles, Blue Jays, Phillies, Rangers, Yankees, Astros, mm. Dodgers, Braves. Mm. Interesting. Uh, real quick, San Francisco 49ers are your Super Bowl favorites right now, followed up by Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Buffalo Bills are now the ninth uh, ninth highest favorite on the list. Right. Their odds are now plus. I'm jumping on the Bills bandwagon. You shouldn't. Why not? I don't know that they got it this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like choked on my tongue. I don't know Wait, what that was. Uh, that's because you want the 49ers. Yeah, of course. I'm okay. not a big Bills fan. Anyway, we need to get to break. Oh my goodness, look at the time. Because when we get back, Sam Levitt is going to discuss his Hall of Fame softball career that he teased us uh, oh, earlier yeah. in the two Maybe o'clock hour. Should I, should I text our group chat and say I'm about to talk about him on the radio? Yeah, yeah. 
You should. That's what you do if you're on the radio. So Sam (laughs) described making his case for the Softball Hall of Fame when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This holiday season, shop groceries and baking needs in one trip, and that's it at Smart and Final. Sammy and Scraby today, Mark, or Mark Marchese, Frank, man, I cannot get Frank's name to, to save me today. It's pretty brutal. Frank Marchese is here what in studio with us. What did I say literally at the top of the hour? I, the morning show won't say my name. You guys can't get it right. I, exactly. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's just, I guess, your lot in life, Frank, is to um, be called Manikazi and all this other stuff because Tony doesn't know. How to pronounce any last name. Let's just be real. All right. So we still have uh, our top stories of 2023 that we're going to comment on here at 340. But, Frank, I, I need something to set the scene <laughs> for this conversation. Uh, you should hear what Sam's been telling us in the break about the softball league. So let me hear it, Frank, because I'm going to hand it over to the future Hall of Famer. Almost got a plaque in Cooperstown. <laughs> Sam Levitt. Sam, tell us. Yes. Nice job. All right. Let me set the scene for Oh, yeah. We got real baseball guy in here, too. Let's go. Fall Tuesday nights. Rob Field. (laughs) Ocean Beach. Me and my softball team. I would say I was the emotional leader of the squad. Oh, really? Now, we would shift around positions. It wasn't where you just play shortstop the whole time or left field the whole time. We'd, We'd switch around inning by inning keep it fun but i would say defensively i mean i was you know i was hasung kim oh you were you were playing the hot corner ozzy smith gold glover wow put me at shortstop put me at third base vacuum now every once in a (laughs) while every once in a while i may make an error everybody might have a ball go through my legs but let me give you one specific example Okay, made an error in the field. I think this was the second inning, top of the inning. Devastating. Two-run score. Team's down. All on me. All on me. Head down, (laughs) heading back to the dugout. 
I come up to bat, bottom of the second. Nobody on base. I can't take this. Swing and a drive. Deep left. It is out of here. You hit a home run? Home run to tie it. We're back in it. Squad goes on to win the game. They're still talking about it in Ocean Beach. Wow. I didn't expect for the ending to be a home run. I thought maybe you would have like cleared now, the bases the, or something. The the really I mean the really miraculous thing about my play with this softball team, not only was it on the field, it was in the third base coaching box as well. That's right. That's right. When the team was at bat, I went over to that third base coaching box. I knew the arms of all the outfielders. Waving in runs. In fact, last game I, I appeared in all year. Missed the last one. Was in Nashville. Wow. And how did they We're do down you? two. Bottom of the sixth inning. Tying run on third base. Winning run on second base. Base hit right field. I get aggressive. I've got the windmill going. Oh, wow. Come on. Oh, do winning, they make it? Winning run coming home. Scores. We win. Oh. That's it. Well, now, was it is it one of those softball leagues where you have to like go past home plate in order to score? Was there like an we actual had two play home the plate? plates? They don't want collisions, yeah, so yeah, there's two home run. plates. Yeah, you have to yeah, run yeah. in back of the but home plate. I would say in my first San Diego softball league, my first team, I would say I did pretty well. I would say so. I mean, honestly, I'm being 100 percent serious here. Like I played co-ed softball and all that, and hitting a home run is no joke. Like it's not easy. I, I don't think well, I've hit a home run. I should, you know, I should be honest. Is there no fences? I mean, it was sort of like a double error in left field situation, but it's oh, it's oh wait, you had an inside the park wow. home run. You you buried the lead. Well, you it, made me think I that even you cleared it, the fence. I wouldn't even right, call it. it. In, I wouldn't yeah. even call it inside the park. I would say it was a double and a couple of errors. You have lost the privilege wow. of the music. I, now. I, Way to ruin it. That was that was honestly one of the biggest left turns in in radio history, right there. I really thought that you had actually hit a home run. I was giving you credit for it in my head. I'm like, wow, Sam must lift weights when he gets out of here because he's just popping home runs out of the park. Come on, Sam. It was fun. Shout out to the softball team. What's your team name if you can right say now. it on the air? No. Okay. <laughs> that is how the co-ed softball I, goes. I, I, I did the not, I, I the did not make the team. No. Well, I, I did not make the team name. I'm not saying it. Okay. Um, I did not make. Well, you know how these team how names How did you find get. this team? It's like fantasy football team names, oh, yes, right? Yes. Like, there's no bad words, but I'm just not saying it. I, I know what you mean. But how did you find this team? Did they I signed you? up for the league. I was a random. Okay. Man, this, does this team realize what they got on their team? They got like, what is the lottery <laughs> ticket for that? Well, they 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 got to know me a little bit. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not like the most, even though on air, like radio wise, broadcast wise, I think I'm pretty friendly. If you see me at the ballpark, I think I'm pretty friendly. Oh yeah, definitely. But in a social setting, I'm you know I'm not going out of my way to. I'm with you. You know, be everybody's. I'm be I'm nice. Yeah, but be like. Best buddy, it's not my personality. Yeah, but me I got, too. I, we had a great time. I hope to play with them again. If they're listening, you know who you are. Maybe. 
I know that you know <laughs> I that, I, that I work on the radio. You may not. <laughs> uh, someone commented here on the stream. You can watch us on YouTube. Just type in 97.3 The Fan. From Christian, it says, Sounds like you're better than Ello. We play him in Beer League Wednesday nights. Mm. Now, well, I have heard about Ello and, and, and Braden. They play. On well, the Braden, team, right? Braden actually hits home runs. Like, oh, I okay. have proof that he has hit one over the fence a couple times uh, that I've seen. But Chris, on the other hand, Chris loves pl- going to play softball more than anything. And he even knows that he's not much of a, a mover and shaker anymore on the field. Mm, wow. So he's out there pitching sometimes and playing first base. And don't think that I was just disparaging Chris because he has said this on the show before that he is now the old man who can't run. So he plays first base or pitches and he does pretty well. I, You know what? Chris actually got ejected from a softball game when I was in the field one time. And that is hilarious <laughs> because it takes a lot to get someone ejected. Yeah. And Chris, it, I got to say, the, the umpire in the situation was way out of hand. Chris probably did not deserve to be ejected, but Chris argued with him and he was like, no arguing balls and strikes. You're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like that. Like, wow. Okay. And then Chris really went in on him, but just go ahead. Softball. All right. There it is. Wow. That, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, Sam. Thank you for Swing sharing that. Have you uh, been, pl- do you, do you ever play? Frank, co-ed softball? Uh, last time I did was company softball for uh, Safeway, and it was a lot of fun. Well, I, I enjoyed it a lot. You played at Petco Park? No, no. We, um, we Petco had a, Park? We had a tournament with a no, lot of said, the... Yeah, it was something. No, we had a tournament with a lot of the divisions here, it, like the, the district stores here in oh, San Diego, nice. and then we went to... Uh, we won out of our group, so we went to Chino. We played on the what? Field of Dreams. Wow. What? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. I mean, we played at. Uh, I know the last game we played at was the Yankee Stadium. That's up at uh, in Arizona. At the Field of Dreams. Oh, at the what, Field Chino? of Dreams is in Iowa. I thought. No, there's a no in Chino. There's there's one in the, the Field of Dreams in the movie is not based in Chino. No, well, that's no, the, no, that's no. The, the Field of Dreams. No, the Field of Dreams is a complex where they have a bunch of fields oh, I that no mimic mm. major league stadiums. I had no idea. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm looking at this right now. Oh, look at this in April, getting an 80 million dollar expansion. Oh, have you guys you played pickleball? No, no. I've seen it. That's the new. Yeah, it is. Rage. It is the new rage. Um, I would like to start playing. So, Sam, maybe we have to get together and well, play some pickleball. Well, I actually, I recently was gifted some paddles and pickleballs. Yes, a Honda We're gonna gift. Have to. We're going to have to. Yes. So, I, I apparently, I'm going to learn how to play here shortly. Well, you're going to teach me. I'm a tennis guy. Now, I play tennis growing up. I'm, pre- I'm good. Tennis is hard. I'm uh, good at tennis. I, I in find... Fact, when, I, when I was living in Corpus Christi, Texas, I was even in a league. Dang, I would definitely not be in a league because I cannot figure out how to angle the the paddle. I called it a paddle. The tennis racket to not just launch it over the fence every single time I try to do something. You would learn. I I took tennis PE in high school, actually, and I got really good at just being the guy at the front of the net because we were playing doubles. Anything else, I am terrible. I would just hit them out of the entire school. Mm. Anyway, we're a little bit late for break here. Talking about tennis, and this is what it's the this, last show of the year. This is my favorite show of the year because I, we get to just talk about nonsense. I will, I will say this. Uh, I know we got to get to break. Uh, ben, uh, we got to get to break, but I will say well, this. Well, like, but Ben and Woods, they have their uh, holiday show tomorrow. Yes, the Encourage everybody to tune in. I think it's going to be really good. Uh, I but saw the, the setup. Yes. Setup is without, incredible. Without saying too much, it's going to be really cool. 
it's Incredible. it's going to be really really cool. Um, quickly, they always advertise that show that if you're looking for sports, go elsewhere. Yeah, I mean this show here today, last show of the year. We are definitely taking yeah, on them I mean, that type of mantra. Because... Padres haven't given us much to talk about. No. So. No, but they did. We're sign, hanging out. We're having fun. But Come they did out. offer a contract to Yuki Matsui uh, from the NPB. Yes, thank goodness. Good I job, keep wanting Spray. to say NPL. Uh, <laughs> we talked about it a little bit earlier, and we'll get into it. You know what? We need to get the break. We'll yeah, update we'll you t- on we'll that. We'll talk a little sports when we get back. Also, what was my favorite story? News story of 2023. It's not, I'm not talking about sports. I'm not talking about just politics. I'm talking about everything that happened mm. in 2023. I'm going to tell you, and we're going to go over some of the biggest and weirdest news stories next on 97.3 The Fan. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Back here in the Odyssey Palace, 97.3, the fans, Sammy and Scravy and Frank Marchese. Kind of rhyming now. Uh, but he's not lazy. But he's not. Thank you. Thank you for saving me a little crazy. Uh, we are going to get into the top news stories of 2023 I in just a Scraby second. was really going to let me go. Oh, you can go. I'm going to sit back. <laughs> Please. Freestyle, B-Rabbit. Please tell me you've seen the movie Eight Mile. Yes. Please, for the love of it, do it, not let him. It, it is a great movie. It is a great movie. I watched it the other day, actually. Yeah, I've Very seen good. it a few times. Uh, anyway, we'll get to those news stories in just a second. But first, the Padres. The only real big Padre story for today would be that they are close to signing a Japanese left-handed pitcher, Yuki Matsui. That's all we got right now is that they're close to signing him, but they have offered him a contract, according to the CBS report that I read earlier, also to some other reporters. And he is a closer currently. Now, Sam doesn't necessarily think that he's going to be the Padres' closer, but he will be a part of this uh, bullpen staff. Well, look, and that's all assuming that they come to an an agreement with him. And John Morosi, I think, was uh, the the main major reporter that reported that they are are closing in on a a multi-year deal. Uh, We talked about it a little bit earlier, but yeah, quickly to, to recap it. Look, seems like a very talented left-handed arm. You know, apparently is 91 to 94 miles an hour with the fastball. And and I don't know based on what I've read and what people are saying that he is, you know, a, a closer in Major League Baseball for as good of a closer, as many saves as he has uh, in Japan. But the Padres do need high-leverage relievers. And he could certainly be one. And you hope that if they sign him to a contract, he can be, uh, at the very least, a, a late-inning, high-leverage arm. And, and right now, you look at the bullpen, it's Robert Suarez, I think, at the moment. And we'll see how it all plays out. But at the moment, Robert Suarez is likely the closer on this team in 2024. And I don't think that should be a surprise to anybody, considering the contract they gave him. And that really, I think, if you sort of understood or 
I don't know if read between the lines of when of when that deal was signed, but with the hater situation and him heading out after this past season, I, I thought it was pretty clear that the Padres saw Robert Suarez at least as a very likely potential closer beyond this past season. That's why um, we gave him the money a couple years ago. Right. So you have, obviously, Suarez, Tom Cosgrove. Uh, look, Matt Suey uh, could be a, a, a very nice high leverage arm. I don't know that'll be your closer based on what I've read, but has talent, has done great things in MPB, and certainly the Padres need relief help. So I I am, you know, I'd be curious to see what the number ends up being, what the years end up being, what the contract ends up looking like, but I I have no issue with it whatsoever. I think it could be a very nice signing, and the Padres need arms in that bullpen. They definitely do. All right. That is Matsui. For now, we will get back into that a little bit later. But first, we need to check our traffic report and then some of those news stories in 2023. All right. Back here in the Odyssey Palace, 97.3 The Fan. If you're just tuning in, Gwen and Chris, they are off until January 2nd. After today, I won't be back until January 2nd as well. Here with Sam Levitt and Frank Marchese. And we need a little bit of a bed underneath this, Frank. I just I should have told you right there in traffic, but uh, take your time. It's okay. I know what it's like to be in this position that Frank's in right now. But some of the top news stories of 2023, we're going to start with this one first. And it would be Georgia beating TCU in the national championship game 65-7. to Go and dogs. The reason... <laughs> I did. Braden's not in the building, right? Because he's a TCU guy. He was at the game. Obviously, <laughs> but Adam's was in not the building, fun. and he's a Georgia guy. He is a Georgia guy. But I, I put this in here just because I kind of forgot about it. But again, it was so impressive that they put 65 points on TCU that I wasn't even mad it wasn't a good game. Yeah, I remember that. I actually uh, I was in Atlanta watching the semifinals and that great Georgia ending right at New Year's Eve, right as uh, yeah. the clock struck midnight. That was fun. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah, that, that too. Great. Remember yes. that? Uh, this was not as fun watching this championship game. Not entertaining. I hope we have a better one this year. But, hey, uh, you know what? Georgia deserves a lot of a lot of credit. They they beat up the Horned Frogs for sure. They did beat up the Horned Frogs. Uh, Gonzo, yes, I did say not sports, but that's I mean, it's a mixture of things, sports and not sports. Because here is, is that, my... It, wait, is that my Gonzo? Gonzo, is that you? Gonzo in Ocean Beach? I don't know. Gonzo, big, comment on the street. time post-game caller. Gonzo. Oh, oh Gonzo. All hey, right. Gonzo. I didn't know I was speaking with such royalty. I should have uh, respected him a little bit yes, more. Yes, you are. Uh, here's my number one news story of the entire year, and it's... That little submarine that tried to go down to the Titanic and it ended up imploding. I think this is like one of the craziest things I've ever heard. They they literally got into a tin can, paid $250,000 each to go see the Titanic, and it ended up imploding and they all passed away. And it's sad that those people did pass away. But just the, the just the situation that they're in. Can you imagine being under the sea in the middle of the ocean? <sighs> with yeah. just a little tin can around. You. Well, it's a vi- it's a very very sad story. I- I'm I still get confused on What are you confused about? I've well, read about on, everything you can. Well, on going down there on in seemingly something that was not properly... It had been down there a couple times before, yeah. but they say I'm way too much of an expert on this, but they say the carbon fiber hole that they had, mm. it it's from, like micro fractured every time they went down there and so it finally just broke and they didn't really have much in the way of um safety regulations and stuff did you hear what else they said about it what 
the frame, the outside, the skin that they used. Yes, yes. Was a retired airplane frame. I do remember that. Because it wasn't safe to fly. Yeah, so they, they got it on the cheap. And so they really? made their submersible yes. out of this this rejected airplane material. Um, so basically what they did was they put together a home submarine and tried to go to the Titanic. And those poor people I just, died. People can I, and let me also say this. I just... I, I don't have any interest in seeing the Titanic down there. I, would that excite you? Yes. yes I okay. would All like right. to go see it because... Number one, we're not going to have it in like 50 years. It's breaking apart. Okay. And it's you could say you're like maybe one of a th- 500 people in the world's history that have seen it under the ocean. I mean, I'm just making it 500, but I don't think many people have seen it. Now, and- going down there, they would have to drug me and uh, wake me up when I get down there because that descent of two hours all the way down there to the bottom of the ocean is creepy. I uh, That part is what would make me not do it is that like... You're on the bottom of the ocean where no light is. Anyway, we can move on well, now. But real, that's really quick. Yes, I, I have seen so many memes recently of people with coal in their stocking. With the comment being, "Wondering why you have coal in your stocking," and then remembering back to June when you were sending out Titan submersible memes like, they, <laughs> like your life depended on it. Yes, that is true. There were quite a few memes, and unfortunately, again, these people did did die and i'm not making fun of them for sure i feel for them but they also made the choice to go down there so all right next ridiculous story would be gwyneth paltrow and her ridiculous skiing lawsuit that happened she countersued this guy who was suing her saying that she hit him and she caused uh, some some injury but she countersued the guy for a dollar just for them and then proceeded with her lawyers to put together like an expensive animation of her skiing down the mountain and what had happened. And some say the jury seeing this video was sold that she had nothing to do with mm. his injuries. And so she she was the one who won the lawsuit. Uh, but this whole thing was ridiculous. It, it wasted court's time. It really did. You know, it, what's interesting is that I was not familiar with this story at all. And I, I am a skier. You Not, are, okay. I have never heard of this before today, this whole Gwyneth Paltrow story. Hope everybody's all right that was involved, number one. Oh, yeah, they are. Um, and I, I I need to see the video. I don't even understand what... It's an animation. It's like some movie studio made this animation showing where she was on the hill, where he was, and it like breaks down mm. minute by or second by second where they were on the hill, and I, I don't know. But well, it's it, ridiculous that she, A, took a... I, I get why she would defend herself because if she wasn't at fault, I have no issues with that. But counter suing for a dollar and then making this video is what makes me a little well, the, funny. At, about least, this. at least quickly, what I what I looked up here an article from the AP says a jury awarded Paltrow one dollar, a symbolic amount she yes. asked for in order to show it wasn't about money, and delivered her the vindication she sought when she opted to take it to trial rather than settle it out of court. I, I guess I would understand that i I would too but if you watch the trial if you knew anything about the trial it was kind of a it was kind of a a a jokey joke fun trial not like the johnny depp and amber heard trial that that was much darker let me take this as an opportunity that if you are going up on the mountains this winter wherever you go be safe oh yeah be cautious don't don't get too crazy on the slopes no the slopes, I didn't realize how dangerous they actually are. People get hurt. People definitely yes. get hurt. My mom completely tore her ACL and her MCL when I was a little kid, mm. and she had to do one of those toboggan rides to the bottom. People get hurt. Yep. 
Uh, next story would be something to have to do with Hollywood. It would be the Hollywood writer and actor strike. I guess we're getting all of our new shows back here in 2024. But that was kind of crazy because I didn't realize that some of the rules and and believe me, I'm not even close to being up to date on this at all. But they were fighting over streaming uh, streaming residuals and they were also arguing over whether or not AI can replace these people as actors, which I want actual humans to act AI is cool when you need to do some special effects, but if it's a whole movie of Tom Cruise, the AI character, I'm, I'm not interested. That's mm. very strange to me. Well, good that the strike's over, number one. It is. Um, I don't watch a lot of TV, so I didn't really notice any difference in my life. My fear right now with the AI. Your voice? Is that, yeah. Me too. Because we played we played something on the show a few weeks ago, or maybe a month or two ago at this point, and it was Jim Harbaugh admitting fault for cheating and him saying that, that Ohio State was yeah, better. Yeah, I saw that. So throughout the whole thing, I'm like, oh, my, Jim Harbaugh is apologizing for this. And at the end, he says, that I, and the Ohio State has beat me so many times. Right. And so I knew it was fake, but... That was so, good enough to fool Right, and that people. was a video, too. And it was a video. Right, so that's like the deep fake videos. It does scare me as Those well. are, they're tricky. Now, I always feel like if you, at first glance, you you think it's real. If you look at it. You can tell. expand the screen, you can tell because it just doesn't look right. Yeah. Just, your brain's telling you it's not real because it doesn't um, look right. You can Google I'm Jim nervous. Harbaugh. I'm nervous they're not going to need me anymore for, with the AI voice. No, they're going to be able to do my voice. Only I can do my voice. That is true. And only you can be you. Your AI is not going to have your personality. So, But it could. Just know that. It could. But it it's, could all just, it's all just coding in the AI's brain, spitting out things that it thinks it should say <laughs> okay next one <laughs> elon musk changes twitter to x Ooh. happened this year that was pretty wild and everything that went along with it like when he put the big x on the top of his business and people sued him because it was too bright anyway barbie movie was released that was a huge deal i think chris and his wife had a barbie movie uh, watch party the other night uh, lionel messi joins mls and then a couple weeks ago he said the mls was a minor league sport um, Taylor Swift attends her first Chiefs game. Yeah. How could I not put Taylor Swift in this recap of 2023? Because I know about she's you, been a big but I'm feeling 22. Is that a Taylor Swift song? Yes. I know a lot of Taylor Swift. I, I like Taylor Swift's music, uh, but you I You belong couldn't... with me. You belong with me. I can turn the mic Keep off, going, right? Please. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song since we're stuck on that right uh, I now? like that one. You belong with me. Um, I like Cruel Summer. I'm a, I'm a Swifty. That's right, everybody out there. Are you, Sammy uh, loved the Swifty. Are you a little um, perturbed that Travis Kelsey is no. with your Swifty? No, not okay. at all. I think it's a great match. All right. I think they very much seem in love. I support them, and I'm rooting for them. I... Not necessarily rooting, but I don't mind seeing it. I just don't want to know that she's at the game every Why? five minutes. It's fun. See, see we've people, been talking. We've been trying to find people that want to see Taylor on the, TV. We can only show the sports and the athletes. They've got a megastar sitting there. More people are worried about Taylor Swift sitting there than they are about. I don't the, so. the five yard second down pass. I don't. Maybe in that case, you're right. But you know what I say to you, Matt Scraby. And the haters gonna hate, 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 hate. And the players gonna play, 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 play. See, Sam, look what you made me do. 
Yes! Woo! On that note, we go to hour number three on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 